edition. This is the second in a four-part series. Umar and I interview Ismail Royer, convicted terrorist turned religious freedom advocate. Dominus Fobiscum. Walaikum assalam. Instead, I was, you know, so wrapped up in my, you know, well, wait, uh, what did you go to jail for then? So I went to, from I, your story, it doesn't sound like no, no, it's definitely uh, so. So what I was uh, charged with, well, what I was charged with, and I ended up pleading guilty to two charge, two counts, and then one of those counts was later uh, vacated as being unconstitutional. But uh, I was charged with uh, basically conspiracy, uh, several different conspiracies. Um, so conspiring to uh, violate the Neutrality Act—that's um, a law which prohibits U.S. citizens from being involved in conflicts in which the United States is a neutral party, in this case between India and Pakistan. Um, conspiracy to um, support um, Al-Qaeda. Uh, that was one of the things that I was charged with. The, 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 what that had to do with was uh, conspiring. Uh, they said that because, um, because they said that <coughs> ultimately their theory was this charge was dismissed actually against the guys who went to trial there were some of us went to trial i pleaded guilty before the trial the the idea was that by going in and helping the taliban that you would have been helping al-qaeda and then the, in, in, evade capture from the us or something but that the judge said that's too uh, uh attenuated you know to stick you know so she threw that out and there was no evidence for it so ultimately in the end it was um uh, it was really oh conspiracy to um, uh, contribute goods and services to territory controlled by the Taliban. Um, see, the, the, the whole thing boiled down to was, was I trying to help people get to Kashmir uh, only, or was I trying to help them get to Kashmir so that they could use that as a way station to get to Afghanistan to help the Taliban? Um, I was a uh, seditious conspiracy, uh, which is basically treason. Um, all that stuff was dropped and I, I, um, against me and I pleaded to um, two counts, one count of aiding and okay, so this is really, really aiding, uh, the, the very complex legal theory, but aiding and, aiding and abetting the use of a firearm during in relation to a conspiracy to violate the Neutrality Act. <laughs> so, <laughs> that charge, yeah, yeah, that charge was dismissed as unconstitutional after a Supreme Court case. Um, and then another one um, was uh, uh, aiding and abetting the carrying of a fire of a uh, an explosive, which was an RPG, during in relation to a conspiracy to violate the Neutrality Act. So both of these were aiding and abetting by making this phone call, helping someone else get to this training camp in Kashmir where they carried this weapon or fired this. Okay, okay wait so, to be to be. Uh, it sounds to me like, and I've said this to Umar before. Well, not quite like this, but that 9-11 was to the Muslim community what the whole pedophile thing was to the Catholic community. Mm. That like yeah, it was. A, yeah. Well, but, I mean, because because frankly, I, I, I mean, because mm. I always I always speak flat out what I think with Umar. 
Uh, I think yeah. most communities yeah, earned a hard look with 9-11. But, 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 and, yeah. and we earned but, a hard but, look but with the Bell Also, also you know I, I want to I dial it back a little bit before 9-11. Okay. In that, because I don't want to, I don't want to be an apologist for. Uh, I mean, I, I were, were you sympathetic? I, 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 I want to talk about the climate. Okay, I okay, okay. The climate. All right. So the climate pre nine eleven was dramatically yeah. different. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The climate yeah. pre nine eleven, there was almost this magical feeling in the Muslim community. Yeah, we were ascendant. Mm. You know, there were a lot of conversions going on. The uh, uh, there's a real parallel there with the the, Catholic the the theology was a lot more assertive, yeah. And there was a feeling that internationally that there was this political order going to uh come about where uh Islamic oriented groups would take power, okay? Yeah, this and so we felt like we were a part of something that was historic. Even in our small ways, even in my small way, I wasn't doing anything, you know. But even in our, you know, on our small ways, we're feeling like that. Yeah. And so nine yeah. eleven comes. Look, on the day of nine eleven, I'm in the suburbs of Miami. Yeah. I did, I called Mukhtar, a friend of ours in St. Louis. He's the one that told me nine eleven happened. So I turned on the TV. My next phone call was to Ismail, and he mm. says, "Man, it's crazy here in D.C. You know, oh, I think yeah. he told me planes were, you know, flying in the air and stuff. So." It kind of woke us out of a slumber. He gets looked at hard, goes to prison. But I also got severely harassed for several years. And this is the case of a lot of Muslims throughout the country. So some soul searching came. Yeah. But the question is, if we were sympathetic to bin Laden or Al-Qaeda or yeah. something like ISIS, I never knew anyone like that. But I got to say, OK, it, when you talk about a sort of magical time when Muslims felt like they were going to start taking power, that as a Christian, that kind of scares me. Well, because, no, well, because no, no, no. I look at the country really... in the world where Muslims are in power. The Christians, yeah. well, don't, oh, yeah. don't oh, fare very well. What we meant was, if you look at Muslim <laughs> countries pre 9-11 and post, the governments were secular governments. Yeah. These were governments that were not did not have an islamic orientation and you know i think ismail and we've both kind of evolved beyond that kind of simplistic view of you know but when we say muslims were ascended we meant religious oriented muslims who would reorient reorientate society back towards religion you know and in our idealist state would also include giving full rights to religious minorities, including Christians. Yeah, I, I agree. But at that time, like, if you'd have asked, uh, I mean, first of all, we, we as American Muslims, we, we didn't ever have some idea of, oh, you know, we want, like, the, the Muslim organization, you know, Islamic organizations to take over and Islamic movements to take over in these countries and then suppress the, no, right. that, w- that wasn't, a, we didn't even really think about that. I mean, exactly. we, and, uh, that, but that's part of our naivety because we didn't really realize, you know, like, what the situation of like we didn't think about what the situation exactly. christians we didn't know anything about it because to play yeah, devil's advocate that, here the christians yeah i can't think of a country a muslim country where the christians are really well treated right i mean like, Turkey like, is by well, the best okay. but there's only like three christians so, but see but but see for so for example like uh, the one place that i can think of where i did think about that i did start thinking about that was in the 90s was uh sudan 
and I wrote like a three-part uh, investigative, you know, piece on on Sudan and the treatment of Christians in Sudan and so on. And for me at that time, it was all a fraud by uh, you know by these uh, some of these uh, uh, Christian organizations, which were really shady at the time, um, trying to um, you know trying to uh, uh, extort money from you know uh, from from uh, you know fundraising and stuff like that. And what they were doing is they were going to Sudan and they would like. Um, they would they would go to like you know um, uh, 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 animist or or, uh, or Christian areas of Sudan and they would dress the people up as uh, as Arab and you could tell like the way they were tying their turbans was not how Arabs I mean we know how oh. Sudanese Arabs tie their turbans uh, Omar and I do so you get it because for for because we had a lot of connections with Sudanese but so you see these guys and they're like. Their, their turbans are tied the way you would like just tie a knot on something. So they're clearly not actual Muslims. And then they're like handing out money and they've got like, uh, you know, uh, uh, a bunch of like uh, people who are supposedly slaves. So to me, this was like all uh, um, fraudulent, you know, and also we're, we're kind of like primed to always believe the best. You know, I mean, now I know that the government of Bashir was uh, uh, horrible, you know what I mean? But at the time I'm like, oh, they're good guys, you know? You know, and um, you know, and our imam was sort of pro Bashir, uh, you know, pro Torah, and stuff together. like that. Yeah. So I mean, so so, and, and I think that the same thing happens with um, uh, American Jews a lot, where you know, everyone wants to believe that their that their side is good, and they're raised believing that. You know what I mean? And it's like you can't tell. Uh, I, I I did a um, uh, we were at American University, not to get off, but I, you know, when I was president of the Muslim Student Association at American University. Um, one uh, Ariel, not Ariel Sharon, but um, uh, oh, who was that guy? Uh, not Yitzhak Rabin, uh, er, uh, Shimon Peres. Shimon Shimon yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. The, he, yeah, he did the um, uh, commencement speech at AU in uh, I think it was like '96 or '97. So um, our Muslim Student Association, when I was I was the president of it, our, our what we did was we we went and bought these made the had these uh, posters made up of uh, uh, of of dead children. From the Qana uh, uh, massacre in uh, in Lebanon, and we just held up that which which uh, the grapes of wrath thing that, that Perez had um, been in charge of, and so we just held up these these images, and there was no words at all, just images of these dead children, you know. And I had um, there were there were and there were a lot of uh, Jewish students there, and um, one uh, girl comes up to me, and she's going, "That's not true, that's not true," but it was just a, it was just a picture. I mean, what do you mean it's not true? This is from Newsweek, you know? So it's like, you know, the same way with Muslims, like we, we, we have the, we, you know, we tend to have this idealistic, especially in the 90s, when we didn't know what was going on. We had this idealistic, um, you know, uh, image, you know, and uh, you really, you know, so we didn't think about, as you mentioned, I mean, we didn't really think about, uh, as a matter of fact, the, quite the opposite. Our thought was, oh, you know, the Muslims have always, you know, uh, treated the Christians and Jews well, and there's this, history of pluralism and, you know, convivencia or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, so we, we get this, you know, we have this uh, image and then, you know, um, of course, reality, you know, like, and by the way, the idea of like, okay, well, in, in, um, under Mubarak's regime that the cops are being, uh, you know, treated badly and you, you know, yeah, that's because you know, to us, it's like, yeah, that's because he's a secularist. Exactly. He's a, he's, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> if yeah. it were true, practicing true Islam, he would have a, right. you know, the Christians this is would be flourishing. We were yeah, this oh, is how oh, we're thinking. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this is how we're thinking. You know what I mean? Have another vision. They have another vantage point. Exactly. Except really you our, were thinking yeah. a little more than that, or else, because like, you say you were 
justly or are you, were you unjustly no but egypt down? that's a whole different scenario oh, okay, that's a whole okay, different okay, scenario. Okay, okay. but but i want to follow up on the american university. Oh, nothing nothing by the way nothing unjust nothing was unjustly done to me i, I don't claim anything okay. was unjust the american university protest i don't know if you remember this yeah. we yeah. went me and you i wasn't <laughs> at the protest but me and you went to the makeshift palestinian embassy after that remember that did you and go with us? I went with Is you. Is that when? It was just two. Oh, yeah. It was me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah, we were invited. And, and we, we got into the office, and the guy says, very happy to see the protests. You know, the 70s were active, yeah. and people weren't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, we'll bring in any speaker you want. And me and no. Israel, being young, whatever we wore, I blurted out, because I thought it was too good of a line, can you bring yeah. Sheikh Ahmed Yassin? Who was the okay. the spiritual leader of Hamas? Oh, and uh, uh, uh and uh, and the guy says, "How about Hanana Shrawi?" So, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that. I remember that. You, actually, what was you know what was interesting about that? Okay, so how that came, do you know how that came about, Omar? The uh, um the the it was the PLO actually that was the PLO's embassy, right? Quote unquote. They uh they reached out to to the MRMSA through this Palestinian kid who was a member of it named Wasim. They said uh, somehow or another they got in touch with them and invited us after they heard about our, our protest. They invited us to their uh, to their office. So I'm like even even I felt a little weird going to the PLO's office. Remember, uh, <laughs> people at Care I remember told you don't go. They say don't meet with collaborators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember that, but I, I think I remember it. I it's it's kind of fuzzy because that was like yeah. so long ago, but yeah. like twenty five years ago. But. So, <laughs> I would tell you something. So with me, I had this uh, naivete, uh, this worldview where you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh, that was fed to me, right? Because look, we're two kids from St. Louis. I'm a North County Hoosier, right? Yeah. You know, like I said, there's only two books. Well, we call this it, the fervor of novices. Right. right. You know, the, the right. Yeah. new, you're, so, you're, so, yeah. so, so judgmental, you're, so you're I, an extremist, frankly. I, 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 I travel. Or I, I mean, our, our, our young priests are in, in the monastery are yeah. always preaching like fiery yeah. sermons, right. you know, about Islam. Yeah. Or yeah. Government but also, or, also, you know, whatever. we didn't have the social context. You see what I'm yeah. trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And so okay. Okay. I go to Israel and the Palestinian area four times. I had a hookup. I, I was able to go very cheap. Yeah, St. Louis had a lot of Palestinians, so I'm always yeah. con connecting them. And I, I started spending time over there, and initially I'm only on the Palestinian side. Okay. I started spending time on the Israeli side because of two reasons. Number one, the food. It was just a lot better. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the, they had like American quality restaurants, right? Yeah. And the Palestinian restaurants all had the same thing, hummus, falafel, you know, and the hygienic standards were not what I was used to. Okay. Uh, and I kept getting sick. Okay. The other thing is I got a priest here so I can confess. <laughs> is, I can't give you absolution though. A lot of good-looking women on the Israeli side. Just is what it is. So, so that's number two. Spending time with wait, wait, you don't have to confess that. Yeah, that's what? healthy. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it right there. So the, the so the 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 
spending time over there, I started having a lot of conversations with a lot of people. It kind of helped me to de- develop like a nuance. Yeah. And they yeah. start taking yeah. me places. And like, I'm sitting in restaurants, I'm sitting in coffee shops and I'm like, hold on. If some guy comes in here and blows this place up, he's going to be celebrated here. And I mean, on, and, by, and by people in America that I know. Right. Mm. And there's no way you can justify to me walking into a, a restaurant and just blowing yourself up and just killing whoever's in the way. I mean, I rode on Israeli buses. There's no way you can justify. So it, it started to really develop a nuance. Yeah. And I started to see Jerusalem in a different way. And Rabbi uh, Joshua, come on, so I can talk to him about this, is I'm not a spiritual person. Like, you know, I'm not oriented towards Sufism. Like, you know, it's just it's just not my my thing. But in Jerusalem was really one of the only times in my life I had a spiritual feeling because you can go on the Via Della Rosa, the stages of the cross, sure. go to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. And I, and I did many times. I went to the Western Wall many times. And then I used to go have Shabbat dinner at rabbis' houses because hmm. they would ask you, do you have anywhere to go? They just assume you're Jewish, you know, and, you know, you know. and I would go to Juma prayer at Al-Aqsa Mosque. And all these things are, are, are close together. Hmm. So what I'm saying is, is when you travel, you develop these nuances. The difference between me and Ismael is he went to Bosnia. I wanted to go to Bosnia. I didn't. Uh, I wanted to go to Chechnya. And I tried to. And I got to the border area. Really? Yeah, I couldn't get in. And then I end up just like hanging out in Georgia and Turkey and stuff like that. Am I going to be getting calls from the CIA? Uh, all this stuff is well, is already well. Oh, no, it's well. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 actually, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, actually, I actually had a grand jury asking me about your uh, Georgia trip. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, I got that. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I went and hung out in Tbilisi. Beautiful buildings, beautiful women, good food and very far from but, but but by the way by the way so for me um i mean i grew up in um uh west county so i i went to uh, uh i mean we 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 were like in the poorer areas of west county initially late later on we moved to the nicer areas where my dad dad started getting paid a little more but when i was younger i mean um i test i uh tested in through my test scores into a lot of private schools uh in, well primarily um the well in in second third and uh fourth and fifth grade I went to Ronald S. Beasley School in fifth grade, went to Country Day um, and, uh, you know, through my test scores and many, many, many of my classmates were Jewish. I mean, the, the doctor who delivered me, uh, Dr. Goldman at, um, uh, you know, at uh, uh, Colonel Glennon, uh, he, uh, his son was my, one of my best friends, you know, in, in, um, in Mark Goldman. And, you know, so, so I had, I, I had so many, like, I would, you know, I, I mean, like, a lot of experience going to like bar mitzvahs and going to the, you know, the, uh, their homes and, and spending the, you know, having sleepovers on Friday night and they're doing the, you know, the, the, the meal with the, you know, the matzah and the, you know, the wine, grape juice or whatever and stuff. So, I mean, I, and then, but also I was Catholic, you know, so I was going to, uh, I went to, uh, I went to St. Joseph's in West County um, for the first part of second grade until I switched to uh, you know, uh, to Beasley. I went to uh, St. Clair of Assisi in um, uh, sixth and seventh grade. I went to Chaminade in eighth grade. You know, so um, I know a lot of people from Priory, of course, you know, having been at uh, St. Clair, you know. Theology question. Yeah. Theology question. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Ismael, because I had a discussion with Joe Milburn about this a couple of days ago. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> and Ismael, is he technically by the church, by canon law, yeah, yeah, yeah. still considered Catholic? Catholic? Yes. Okay. Can he? Yeah, I was baptized. I was baptized a Catholic. So. It's, we call that the indelible mark on the soul. But he can't take communion? Uh, no, he's, I, I would think he's probably ipso facto excommunicated. So he'd have to, yeah, he would have to rebaptize or something. Oh, like no, 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 no. It just means that you're, uh, <laughs> uh, it, uh, it just means you have deliberately separated yourself. Okay. But, how, but, but is there a path case. back though? Is there? Oh yeah, sure. Come on, <laughs> come on down. I'll go to confession. <laughs> I'll set you uh, straight. But you can't confess. He can't confess to you. Right? Sure. You can. You confess Any to a monk. Priest. Any priest. Oh, I'm a priest, so I can hear confessions. You're yeah. a priest and a monk? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh. So you're good. Uh, you're good. Now see, that, <laughs> now he's looking out a little uncomfortable. See, my, back, my background was the exact opposite. I never met any Jewish people growing up, as in none yeah. I knew of. Okay. And Southern Baptists didn't like Catholics. Yeah. Fire and brimstone, you know, in terms of burning the lake of fire, you know. Um, uh, so a very opposite uh, uh, background. And my and by the way, my cousins from southern from uh, central Illinois were were Baptists. So I attended church many times with Baptist churches. You know, so. And I think in Islam, that's why I've traditionally been attracted more to like the charismatic imams. They mm. kind of I think they're kind of like the Baptist preachers I grew up with that had that kind of soul and and and. and and, and oh for me look look for me it's very different for me i, I i'm actually attracted to, but because my the i didn't like the uh baptist uh i mean in the protestant churches i attended at all you know i yeah. like i liked i enjoyed catholic church you know mm -hmm. and uh, our um priests i mean so this is like a little bit after vatican ii and this is like early 80s you know but i mean late 70s oh, no. early 80s but yeah but like so we had a little bit of like uh, a hippie flavor you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, but, yeah, yeah. But 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 they were but they were but they were like um you know the homilies and stuff were were a lot more like uh, let's say like re reasonable and a lot more like you could you know they were more like spiritual I would say you know what I mean and also like of course you know we you know it trickles down into the Catholic into Catholic school it trickles down the sort of you know Thomistic you know kind of approach to religion as opposed to like the emotional yeah exactly so i mean like i was I've, I've always been more oriented towards intellectual and spiritual approaches to religion than emotional and as a matter of fact i'm very suspicious of emotional uh appeals and so emotion is important i mean it is important as part of sure. human psychology and nature but but i'm always like you know i got my red flags up when i'm right you know, I, got my I think i think that's a uh this kind of theory i developed in my head is that Muslim converts from Catholic backgrounds are kind of generally more attracted to like traditionalism, Sufism, and people from yeah. like low church, you know, Baptist backgrounds are a little bit more attracted to the kind of the charismatic Salafi imam. Exactly. A monk, he's now actually the abbot of Portsmouth Abbey, who in the 60s he converted to Islam because he felt they were the only faith out there that was actually coming down on one side or the other like everybody was right. at that point that everybody in the catholic church just seemed to be like oh you know leave yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah. want everyone's going to heaven done but, Keep the, them but the muslims were like oh no no this is true this is yeah. not there's one god you know that sort of thing and that's what drew him at least at that point well that's how muslims were when we converted 
Uh, yeah. Keep him off of Twitter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ismail, to, to speed things up, because we're going to have a rabbi <laughs> coming up soon. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, we could talk forever because there's been yeah. so much going on. Uh, honestly, uh, yeah. I mean, he did almost 14 years. So, and, yeah. And, and what are you doing now then? Well, for, well, well first of all, let's, let's talk about 14 years. That's a okay, long. That's a long time. Yeah, it is. So you can just digest that however you want to think about. Wait, wait, you did 14 years in prison. Yeah, 13 and a half. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Including, including in very high security, like you were in Colorado. Florida. Yeah. Yeah, AD, ADX Colorado, uh, ADX uh, Supermax prison. In like the Unabomber, right? The Unabomber. Yeah, yeah, he was on my tier. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. kidding yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, huh. I was with Eric Rudolph too. Um, by the way, who's Eric Rudolph? Uh, oh, Eric Rudolph is the guy who bombed the uh, Atlanta Olympics in '96. Yeah, uh, oh over, yeah, over a um, he was opposed uh, to abortion and uh, and gay bars and stuff like that. And so he, uh, I mean, but he's got a lot of. Uh, I mean, we discuss. We actually had a lot of discussions about the issue of abortion and about the issue of uh, you and he. You and him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what about yeah, Ben Hale, Church of the Creator? Was we, he uh, no, 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 no. He's 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 uh, Protestant. He's Protestant. Oh, he, no, he's he, yeah. No, Matthew. Uh, Hale. He, oh, Matthew Hale. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Hale was with me too. I know. I, I know him as well. You know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, Matthew I, Hale. Is yeah. anything after twelve hundred? These are all. These are all. He's a, he's a, he's the leader of a of a, a racist cult. Oh, okay. Basically, yeah. right. All you guys together. Yeah. 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 That's. How'd you get along with? I, they must I, surely a Christian convert to Islam would not be well received by some of these guys in these in this environment um, actually went pretty well you know it's in other type of situations um, with like white supremacist gangs and stuff that's where the problems come in you know what I mean but um, and even there like I was friends with some Aryan Brotherhood uh, leaders but if we had been in a different environment where we were not like um, behind cages, you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. there was like opportunities for them to kill me and stuff, there, there probably would have been a different situation. As a matter of fact, I, I, I have been in those situations and it's it's very, uh, very difficult situation for white converts so in prison, yeah. What did they think about you being white and Muslim or was it a topic that they wasn't was they, You know, they, they, didn't, um, they didn't really get it, you know what I mean, but, uh, but they, you know, they, they were kind of like, weren't really in a pit, you know, like everyone, we're all in there together, you know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And everybody, you know, I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, so, you know, and, and another, th another thing is that these guys were kind of, this particular group of guys was out, were out, so, somewhat outside of the prison um, politics, you know what I mean? Because they were just such a unique group, you know, even, even though we did have a couple people from the Aryan Brotherhood, but the, those guys are kind of, again, like, they're removed from the prison politics situation somewhat and they're put into a group you know it's just a different context so it's like the way you would behave at a party with someone is different than you would behave if you were like in a road rage incident with right or something and, and know, mad hill you know. for example yeah i i recently looked him up he's yeah. got like books on amazon like he's right yeah, yeah, yeah. from prison so so is uh, so is um uh eric rudolph eric rudolph has a number of uh, pdfs and books and stuff out so but Eric Rudolph, so Eric Rudolph is interesting because uh, he and I, um, we discussed like uh, McIntyre's After Virtue. You ah. know, he's yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's a really uh, intelligent and well-read guy. He's just a, a, a very very. So I'll uh, just to give you an example. Any? Okay. Uh, just to give you an example of like his thinking. 
So I was at, a, at an earlier, another prison before I got to ADX and the Supermax, I was with a, um, a guy named uh, uh, Stephen Jordy. So Stephen Jordy had um, plotted to burn down his church because it was not, um, you know, it was, was like insufficiently anti-abortion. Mm. Um, and uh, so he's, he became kind of a well-known figure in some of the extremist anti-abortion circles, you know. So when I get to ADX, um, and I see, uh, you know, we, I connect with uh, uh, Eric Rudolph and I said, hey, you know, I was with uh, um, um, Stephen Jordy. He's like, oh yeah, I know him, you know, I know, if, I know about him. You know? And I said, you know, and I had a conversation with Stephen Jordy and I told, I told uh, Eric this, um, I related a conversation that I had with Stephen Jordy. So my conversation with Jordy went like this. Um, I told him, I said, look, I agree with you that um, a, a child in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the womb is, is, a, is, a, is a human being that should not, you know, be killed, you know? I mean, in Islam, you know, there, there, there's some discussion about them. I happen to be writing an article about this, but even, even those who believe that insolment happens at 120 days, which is the majority opinion, vast majority opinion, um, most, most believe that it's, it's forbidden to, 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 to carry out an abortion even before that for other uh, reasons related to like the dignity of the, of the, of the living you know, thing and so on. So, um, so I'm telling them, so I, I, I can understand your point, you know, but it's just that, you know, and, and, and so Jordy says, well, if it's, um, you know, if you saw a doctor holding a gun at a baby, would you not be justified in killing the doctor to stop the, the, uh, the guy from killing the baby? I said, you would, absolutely. You know, you should shoot the person who's trying, who's about to kill the baby. You should kill that person. And he says, well, then why, why is it wrong to kill a, a, an abortionist who's about to, you know, who's aborting babies? And I said, look, I, I can't explain to you why that's wrong. I can just tell you that something doesn't seem right about it you know what i mean but i don't i can't like yeah. i can't defeat your logic you know so i i told i related this to eric rudolph and eric rudolph says see he goes he goes see it's these kind of liberals like stephen jordy you know <laughs> that, that i that i can't stand you know he Was says there because any? yeah yeah he says because he says they stop at the doctor he says but he says but i say that you have to go after the government that allows the doctor to do that you know, that's so it's like so, a coordinates thing. You keep going, keep going, keep going. Exactly. It's a chain. It's a chain that keeps going and going and going. And, and so there's a certain type of person who's um, whose mind cannot conceive of like nuances and can't conceive of like where things start to, you know, where you're getting off onto a limb, you know, and you've gone up too far. And, and uh, for him, it's, it's just common sense. And as a matter of fact, to to. Uh, to deny that is somehow to uh, betray God. And uh, I mean, he's just a, a nut. And, and he, like I said, he, he killed people to prove it. You know, Was there anyone, uh, you know, when you watch movies about prison, there's always this yeah. one guy who just doesn't belong there. Was there anyone you <laughs> met there who you thought, yeah. this guy's just a really nice guy. He doesn't belong here. Yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 let me tell you something. Besides you. Let me tell you something. I used to tell people, I would say, who knew us in the 90s? And I would say, is there any scenario you could have imagined mm. <laughs> that I'm out here and he's and, in, and yeah. he's in prison? <laughs> yeah. And, and the people used to be baffled, like, man, you in prison? We totally get it. Million <laughs> different reasons you can get in prison. It's man in prison. We never saw that coming. Yeah. So how did you adapt then to that? If if you're in there with all okay. So all these guys are are nutcases, guilty, mean people, right? Or well, maybe not mean, but definitely mis misled. 
how do you adapt your own psychology or your own rhetoric or how do you fit in? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to, uh, so like I said, ADX was a very unique place, by the way, the unit I was in <coughs> with all those guys, I got moved from there to the step down unit and the step. So ADX is like, there's like three broad categories of people in there or maybe four. One is like people with like cases like that, like real high profile, real, you know, like uh, dangerous type um, terrorism cases or something like that, or maybe mafia or something like that, who they want to just really isolate and make sure that they, you know, that they can't, uh, you know, you know, they can't escape or they can't have any influence outside of that area. And then you have um, gang soldiers, you know, like, like, you know, gangsters. I mean, like just, you know, these are people who may or may not be psychopaths, but for the most part, are, are like I said, just kind of soldiers. They, for whatever reason, they've, they've found themselves in the situation that they're in. That's where their life led them to. And they're, uh, you know, and they're killers, but they're not, you know, it's not like they're necessarily um, uh, bad people per se. It's just like, you know, just that's the right. environment that they're in. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Disagreement with Umar Lee and Father Augustine Weta. If you like this podcast and feel that there should be more disagreements, please subscribe, add a review, tell your friends about us. <laughs> Salam alaikum. Ed cum spiritu tuo.